0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Full Power. So excited to have my buddy Alex on the show today. He's going to share his Jesus story and his testimony about his ministry and also God's provision in his life. It's a great, great narrative and very glorifying to God. So stick around. It's going to be a good one. All right. All right. Hey, Alex, how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. Thank
1: you so much for this opportunity, for the invite to come and be on the podcast, really excited and at you know, just ready to see what God does with it.
0: Yeah, man. I'm excited, too, and uh, it's always nice to have a fellow podcaster on the show because, you know, we talk the same talk, we we, we speak the same language and kind of know the ins and mm-hmm. outs, so it's it's easy to, you know, get you dialed in and brought up to speed, and so, yeah, man, always a pleasure to hang out with you. I really cherish yeah, that time same. we had uh, a couple weeks ago back at uh, Cracker Barrel. That was good.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. good uh, Good fellowship and good food. Can't, that's right, man. You know, that's hard to beat.
0: <laughs> can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Correct. Well, cool, man. Uh, exactly. I tell you what. Uh, before we get into the nitty gritty, why don't you uh, pray us in, please?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Lord, uh, we just come to you right now, and we we thank you for this opportunity that we have to just kind of get together, Lord, and and for the blessing that you. Uh, provide to be able to allow this where we're having this conversation in two separate locations, but through technology, Lord, you allow this to reach ears around the world. Uh, Dear Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you again for this opportunity. We pray that you'll guide and lead the conversation and just bless it. Let it be used for your glory and for the good, the encouragement, and the benefit of those who get to hear it. We thank you for your many blessings in Jesus name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, cool, man. Um, so let's let's kind of start at the beginning. You know, um, we want to go over your Jesus story, your testimony. So um, mm-hmm. give us a little background into your world, growing up, when you encountered Jesus, how all that unfolded, and kind of where he's brought you from there.
1: Yeah, um, you know, it, it's it, it's funny because uh, I shared my testimony not long ago on a on another podcast. You know, and and I preface it by saying you know, a lot of times we, we might think of our own personal testimony and story as nothing like super special. Um, but when I, I stop and I I look at what God's done, I know he's done some incredible things like for me, um, personally, but I know he's done some things I could have never done on my own through me, um, to be able you know, to share the gospel and to reach others and, and to at least be a little bit of, of light and a glimpse of Jesus, you know, to those around me. So, um, yeah. So, my background, I, I've grown up in church uh, pretty much all my life. We went, you know, as far back as I can remember. There was a small period of time, maybe about six months or so. You know, I was probably around like nine or ten. We were transitioning from one church to another, you know, trying to find a, a new church home. And so I remember that time was, was really the only time I wasn't in church. Um, but it was very brief, very short. And, um, it, you know, I, I heard the sermons growing up you know um, I heard about God I heard about Jesus like I knew intellectually right um, who they were Uh, I had that head knowledge but not necessarily you know having a relationship um, very early on in my life and so church was was something special to me I knew there was something there right like it wasn't just something I dreaded to go to like I actually enjoyed it there was something about it but um, I was probably around 14 or 15 uh when things really started to change and a lot of it had to do with my questioning of salvation and where salvation came from like was i saved how do i get saved could i lose my salvation am i doing the right things am i good enough am i checking off all the boxes like i really started questioning that um around that age and it was about 14 or 15, I was in between my, um, my eighth grade year of school and my ninth grade year. So about to be a freshman in high school. And it was like, it hit me like a ton of bricks more than it ever had. And, um, I had that anxiety about it because I didn't have the answer. I didn't have my salvation in Jesus. I didn't know what that looked like at that time. And so I lived daily wrestling with, am I good enough? Like, am I forgiven? Okay. I asked for forgiveness this morning, but I did some stuff. I wasn't supposed to this afternoon. Am I still good? You know, God, please Mm -hmm. forgive me for what I did then. And always having this kind of sense that, that I had to continually ask for forgiveness, which I'll say asterisk we should always be seeking forgiveness, but feeling as though, like it was up to me at that point. And so I remember I was, uh, I had just turned 16 or I was right at 16 cause it was my, um, sophomore year of high school, second semester just started. So it was January, February time frame. And one of my good friends, we were sitting in biology class and, uh, he asked me to. He invited me to his church, and this was on, let's say, like a Tuesday or Wednesday. It was a it was a weeknight service, and they they were putting on a play, basically the youth, and they had this pastor who was coming in to preach, and um, you know, and I debated it. Honestly, I struggled with it because I was like, if I don't go, God's gonna hate me. He's gonna be mad at me. So I I had this guilt of I need to go. Well, I wrestled with it on and off of if I should go. You know, having this uncomfortable feeling about it. So this was a nighttime service. Um, so we'll say it was like six thirty, seven 7 o'clock. And uh, at the time, I only had my permit. So I couldn't drive after dark by myself. Um, so I remember sitting at home. It was getting really close, like 30 minutes from when the service was supposed to start. And I still hadn't made the decision if I was going to go or not. Because if I went, I potentially had to go by myself or I had to ask my parents to you know drive. me. And so I remember sitting there and finally I was like, OK, I'm, I'm going to go. So I go, I I find my dad, and I'm like, hey, um, Matt is the guy's name who invited me, my friend that invited me, invited me to their church. Uh, They're having a special service uh, this evening. Will you drive me? My dad is awesome, very godly man, Um, so thankful for him in my life and and pointing me to Jesus. And so thankfully he agreed to go, right? Looking at myself now, like that would have been – seem potentially as an inconvenience for me if my son came to me last minute and was like hey can we drive across town to go to church you know <laughs> it'd like, been different if I'd have given him a heads up so I appreciate looking back now I'm so thankful that he decided to go. So we go and we're there and they do the play right and it, it's nothing spectacular. It's not like some million dollar production. <laughs> Literally it's the youth and they're singing songs and they're telling about the life of Jesus. And I kid you not, it was before the pastor ever even came up to preach the message that night. It was during the presentation of the play that it was when my eyes were open and it was when my heart was open and my ears were open to fully receive who Jesus was and what he did for me on the cross, what his life meant, what his death meant, and even more what his resurrection meant and that he was my salvation, that I couldn't earn it. I didn't have to do all the right things. I just had to believe and put my faith in him. And so that was the night that I was saved and truly understood what, you know, what salvation was and where my salvation came from and who my hope was to be in. And that was not in myself. That was not in what I could do, but it was what he had already done. And, um, from that point in time, like God opened the door. So I had a few opportunities uh, to be able to to preach at the yeah. church. I, you know, was was attending and grew up in. And then also they had a uh, a sister church. Uh, so I had an opportunity to preach there, speak at a, a few like men's group, kind of like Bible study type things and, and lead through those. And so God was really opening uh, the doors for that. And I felt this called a ministry, but at the time, all that i knew ministry was we were going to a, a small methodist church like that was ministry you know, a small church you just preach on sundays maybe have a you know a, a sunday evening or a wednesday night service here and there um but that was it like that was ministry and so i was like okay well i guess if this is what i'm called to you know that's what that's what i'll do um uh, but i wasn't like super excited about it i just felt like this is you know I'm, I'm being called to ministry so you know, I kind of pursued that a little bit through um, through that time in high school. And then when I stepped into college, um, it was one of those things where I didn't intentionally run from God, but I didn't intentionally pursue him or where, you know, he truly was leading me. I tried to do my own thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, my junior year in college uh, basically got kicked out of school because I wasn't attending classes and. Um, well I got kicked out of a class and then basically decided not to go anymore um was a really difficult time in my life um, really trying to live on my own and do things on my own and so that was the rock bottom moment for me in my life and I believe fully and truly that God allowed me to get there so that he could wake me up and lead me to where he wanted me to go um and so you know, really great thing from that point on, um, shortly after God connected my wife and I, uh, my wife now, um, we knew each other through, uh, high school. And so we, you know, had been friends and had hung out before, but, um, once we went to college, didn't really, uh, You know hang out or connect that much but after that that season of my life where i was at rock bottom god allowed us to reconnect and from that moment on we've been together praise the lord thank Mm -hmm. you jesus um and he has truly blessed my life uh with my wife and so i am i am forever grateful and thankful for that but um you know once we started to get together i felt like god was really like pulling me back and, and really drawing me closer to him um so fast forward of, you know, a few months um, and or several months. And, you know, we're engaged and we're looking for a house um, in Spartanburg, which is where we live now at the time uh, she was living in Union, which is about 30, 40 minutes away. So I was already living in Spartanburg because that's where I went to school. And so we started looking for a house and then we found a house and started looking for a church right like around the area. So we would go to different churches on Sundays. Um, to try them out and didn't really find a fit. And then God brought New Spring Church to Spartanburg and started a campus right here in Spartanburg. One of our friends invited us like the first or second week that it was there. We were like, all right, sure, let's try it out. It just so happened we were in that season of looking for a new church. And so it was in that time that God really ignited this, this passion and desire Um, and really started to show me that ministry wasn't necessarily, not that there's anything wrong with it, but ministry wasn't just limited or or isolated to a single church, but that ministry could be very spread out. Mm -hmm. You have pastors at churches in various roles, not just the preacher, you know, in the pulpit every Sunday, not the one on the stage. Um, you have pastors itinerant pastors who travel and preach at different churches at different events. And so, you know, God was really stirring in me something and a desire to step further and further into, into ministry and where he was calling me to. And so with that, um, you know, I I didn't know how to get this passion out because I didn't have the channels or the avenues to be able to preach. Um, So I was like, okay, what can I do? And so my wife and I were talking about it. And uh, so I started writing devotionals. And so about once a day or once every every two or three days, I would write a Devo and I started a a blog and I would post online and stuff like that. And so that was my way of being able to get this good news that I carried and and this this news I wanted to share. That was my way of getting it out at the time. And then from there, um, and I won't go all into that yet. Um, I'll I'll take a break here just in case you got any questions, but from that, that's where the bridge to hope rising really started was from those devos and, and, uh, and that opportunity I had to kind of write those, write those blogs, but that was, you know, that in brief sort of, uh, was my testimony or is my testimony and, you know, how I came to know Jesus and, and what he, you know, did for me and how he led me, um, beyond that point.
0: Yeah, man, that's good. Um, just, uh, kind of selfishly, the, the ministry guy in me is like, Hey, have you ever actually published, published that Devo because full power would love to bring you on as an author. Just saying.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, honestly, so I would write the daily, you know, devotionals and, and it was just a blog post, right? It was just something that I felt like God put on my heart for that day. And so, you know, I, I had it, uh, and my wife helped me uh, come up with the name of it. It's called No Other Name Devotionals. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I have to give the credit to. To to her and to Jesus through her to, you know, provide that. But uh, that was the name of it. And then, you know, we incorporated that eventually kind of into our ministry. So we, you know, share devos and write devos occasionally. But uh, to answer your question, it's never been published, published. Uh, So, yeah, I'd be happy to uh, to write devos and stuff like that anytime, anytime you guys need. But uh, but yeah, so that's kind of the background in the story there.
0: Cool, man. Um yeah, we'd love to uh talk about that more offline cuz I think that could be an awesome yeah. opportunity there but um yeah, so let's let's kind of jump I mean we're already there. Let's jump right into Hope Rising Ministries, you know, what what are you doing with it, you know, how's God using it and also, you know, we we've how can how can the guys tuning in, how can they support mm-hmm. you? Obviously prayer, but what else? What else are needs? What else do you have that guys can really partner with you in?
1: Yeah. Um, So Hope Rising came about, um, you know, a a few years later um, once we, you know, once I started writing the devos and stuff, I had the incredible opportunity to be part of Clayton King's coaching network. And um, it was during that time, so, you know, I felt this real strong call to, to ministry, but again, still was unsure exactly how to make that happen. But I started to see because, you know, um, started, you know, watching and, and, and following, you know, what Clayton was doing with his ministry, um, which is, you know, an evangelistic ministry, right? So he travels churches and, and other events to share the gospel and to be able to preach. And so i was like man dude that that is what i want to do you know i want to be able to share anywhere that somebody's willing to open the door and open the opportunity and so my wife and i started praying through that and so i got to be part of his coaching network and it was during that time in that season um that god really put on my heart and really helped my wife and i to kind of navigate through what that would look like for us and what our ministry would be. And, uh, I remember I was sitting at work one day, um, not doing work stuff at the moment, but uh, I had a word document up and I was thinking about, you know, what, what the mission of the ministry would be. And so I started typing that out and really it came through him, you know, just laying that on my heart to, to share the hope that we have in Christ through his resurrection. Right. And to share that with the world. And then, so, started kind of playing around and thinking about that and so that's where hope rising came from right and jesus is our hope and our hope is in his resurrection right his rising and so um you know we get to we get to celebrate in that we get to share that with the world and so um it started initially just you know it was just my wife and i and uh, it was an avenue to be able to connect with churches right it was it was a a point that we or, or a place we could point churches to to say hey we're a ministry and we want to be able to partner with you in sharing the gospel and so um God quickly moved and brought about um a really good friend of ours um one he he grew up with my dad um so he's a little bit older than I am and uh we connected through the devos that I started posting we used to we used to go to um his family's house for Thanksgiving every year when I was young and it had probably been 15 20 years since he and i had connected and my wife's grandmother um was reading my devotionals and shared them with uh, a friend of hers who turned out to be trey who is our discipleship director for hope rising it was his mom and then his mom said hey check these out and so we connected through that which is only a god thing that that happened um and then eventually for him to come on as our discipleship director but um you know that was how we connected and that was how God began to grow and establish hope rising ministries and so uh you know we have an incredible team of of leadership to help guide and encourage us and and lead us through that and we have a creative director who helps us with content and images and video editing when we do stuff um, like that but you know just a really awesome um you know way in which God brought all of that together and made that happen and so that's that's how hope rising came about and so we travel and we preach wherever you know a church event um different ministry events we do a lot with with youth uh fca stuff in schools as well um you know but no no specific like age range or or path that we're you know pursuing but it's just anywhere somebody wants us to you know come in and share the gospel is we're we're excited and and, you know eager for those opportunities
0: yeah, man, that's awesome. So, um, you know, obviously we're, we're called to make disciples of all nations. So we all, we all play a part in that goal and that mission. So, you know, the guys that are checking out the video and listening to the podcast and all that, how do they connect with Hope Rising Ministries and how do they get plugged in? Yeah. Uh,
1: well, there's multiple ways to connect. If you're on Facebook, you can find us at Hope Rising Ministries SC. Um There is another Hope Rising Ministries in the country, but they're like somewhere Midwest, I think. Um, so but ours is Hope Rising Ministries. We're based out of South Carolina. And so you can connect with us on there. You know, feel free to drop a comment, send us a message through that. You can also email us at info at hoperisingministries.cc. Uh, that's, that's the email address. If you want to go to the website, you can visit hoperisingministries.cc. And that'll, um, you know, give you all the information and kind of the background. You can find some of our sermons, some of our, you know, blog posts and devotionals through there. Some of the content that we've posted. Um, and then also we have a we have a podcast that we started uh, two years ago, and so um, it's called the HRM Podcast. You can find it um, on pretty much any of the podcasting uh, outlets. So just look for the HRM Podcast, and you'll be able to find the connect and you know, feel free to reach out to us in any of those ways that, that you want to. Um, but yeah, really would love, honestly, any encouragement, um, that anyone wants to offer if you want to partner with us in some way, just let us know. We, you know, we'd love to talk to you about that. If you're at a church, you're a pastor, youth pastor, you know, some type of a ministry, uh, leader in some capacity and you want to, you know, partner with us or, or for us to do something together, just reach out to us. We'd love to discuss that and see, you know, where God leads to it.
0: Yeah, man, that's awesome. And, uh, so, um, before, before we kind of get, too far, um, gone. I don't want to miss the, uh, the story that's literally like super fresh with you about God's provision around your career and everything. Yeah. Um, un- unpack that for us, man. Cause that that's, that's a good testimony and brings glory back to God for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, 100%, you know, before I even start all glory to him for this, uh, you know, he, Walked with us through this entire season and uh, through the circumstances we were in. So, um, one of the other passions that I've had for a long, long time since I was since I was really young um, is programming, software development, computer programming, those types of things. Um, And so, you know, I've I've done that, you know, as a as a job and as a career for the last fourteen years now. Um, as a matter of fact, I think this month makes it, uh, 14 years that I've, you know, been in that, that industry, that domain. And so, you know, been able to have some, some great jobs and and some great opportunities there. Well, one of the most recent, um, is the company I was with, uh, was there for a little over a year, um, and a half coming up really on two years and suddenly just kind of out of nowhere. Um, with, with very little, um, like heads up for the company, uh, for the employees specifically that there were some major financial issues and just within about two to three weeks ended up, you know, getting laid off with about 80% of the product tech side of the, the business. And so, you know, really a difficult time, right? especially when you're not prepared when there's no like sign of this happening and it, you know, you're almost in this, you know, a uh, comfortable place of, of security. And then, you know, something like that happens and now you don't have a job and you don't have income coming in, you know, and so you start to start to really panic and you start to really worry. Um, but, you know, I love my wife and she was a, a super encourager through that entire time um which you know god continued to work because it was within about two days um had a really strong um verbal offer to work somewhere else um so already had an opportunity lined up very soon um not on my behalf but again i i percent accredit that to to god and just thank him for making those connections to provide something so quickly to give us you know again like a sense of hey he's got this it doesn't matter how long it takes whether it was two days two weeks two months or even longer like God proved he would provide and so that's what we you know work to remind ourselves through that entire time and you know I had the the uh, the great opportunity to be able to lead some people as well through my job, and so I was able to um, try to offer them that same level of encouragement as well, and try to keep them motivated. Like, hey, there's there's more after this. There's something better around the corner. You just got to trust the Lord in it, and He'll guide you and lead you, lead you to that. And and God definitely provided for us. And um, you know, even beyond that, He brought uh, so you know had this opportunity that He had He had brought to us that we were really excited for, really thankful for, was a a true blessing to have this new um, career opportunity to step into still in the same, you know, software development um, domain. And then we, you know, felt comfortable with that, really felt like this was a a great, you know, um, a great opportunity, a great door to walk through. And within about, Four to five days um, after, you know, actually accepting that offer, God brought another offer that was even better, um, even more aligned with, you know, my like personal career aspirations and goals. And it was it, it it was one of those things where he continued to show up and continued to provide. And we prayed through it and was like, OK, God, this, you know, if this is something you want us to walk into then give us peace about it because, um, you know, it, it's it's always risky stepping into something new like that. And uh, in this case. And so, you know, it was it was like my wife and I both had peace. We talked to you know our families. We talked to um, some personal mentors, you know, that that have. Have had more experience professionally, you know, and have kind of been in in this place before and uh, just felt really, really good. And again, leaning on him, not ourselves, not our own understanding and trusting him through it. And uh, yeah, so that entire time, you know, through that entire season, even when things, you know, were uncertain of what would be next. Like, you know, we just tried our best to lean into God and to know he's provided for us the entire time. And that's one of the things, too, and I don't want to take up too much time. But, uh, you know, one of the things a lot of people in ministry struggle with is, uh, quote, unquote, full time ministry versus part time ministry. One of the beliefs I have is there is no such thing as part time ministry. Like when God calls you to something, you're in it full time. Now, you might only get paid part time or maybe you don't get paid at all. Maybe you're a volunteer, but ministry is not something that's evaluated based off of how much you get paid. Right, and so a lot of people wrestle with, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm a youth pastor, or I'm in ministry, I serve in this capacity, but I also have this other job. Does that mean I'm not leaning or trusting in the Lord fully in ministry? And the way that that I see it, and where I felt like God um, led me to when I was wrestling with that a few years ago, is the fact that that job I have, right, that is not, you know, seen by a lot as ministry. I can also minister to people by the way that I live and I treat them at that job. Um, and I don't look at that job as my provider. That's not my source of income. That's just the channel at which God who provides provides for my, my family and I, that's the, the channel in which he, he does that financially. And so I know that ultimately he's the provider. So it's not the, you know, individual job itself. And so that's what we tried to also, you know, because he's been faithful um, throughout the last 14 years of providing through career opportunities. And we knew he would do it again. Um, So we just had to, you know, lean into that and it just helped us, you know, it's one of those things where it, it gives you that opportunity to trust him more and to be able to see his provision and his sovereignty and his goodness and faithfulness through it all. And so, um, It's nothing that I necessarily wish for anybody or want to walk through when it comes to, you know, being laid off and and kind of being in that uncertainty. But I would just encourage if you step into something like that or you're in a place like that right now, lean more and more and more into God and just trust him to provide what is next for you and believe that he will. And I promise you, he won't let you down.
0: That's good, man. That's good. Um, And. I think, I think there's gotta be some guys that are kind of journeying through that right now. Um, you know, a sense of uncertainty, maybe it's Mm -hmm. with career, maybe Mm -hmm. it's with health, maybe, you know, any number of things. But, uh, what I'm kind of getting at is let's, let's take a minute. Do you mind praying for those guys, uh, that are kind of dealing with uncertain circumstances that they'd have faith and, uh, stand with God through it?
1: Yeah, I would, I would, uh, I'd love to do that. Yep. All right, let's pray. Lord, we we thank you again for this opportunity and we come to you now asking for asking for peace, for encouragement, for strength, for a reminder of your faithfulness and your goodness, Lord, to those who are walking through some uncertain times. Lord, maybe they just got laid off, or maybe there's news and rumors about being laid off or maybe you've been in this season for a little while and you just haven't been able to find the right next opportunity lord we just pray for those that are in that season and in those circumstances that they will turn to you not rely on themselves not rely on other people but lord they will look to you for what is next and they will know and believe that no matter what comes you are there with them You will provide and give them shelter and everything that they need in this season. Lord, we thank you so much for all that you do and for your gentle and consistent and continual reminders of how much you love us through your faithfulness. And we pray, Lord, for those reminders that we see those each and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Alex, thanks so much for sharing and being on the show today, man.
1: Yeah, man, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for the opportunity and the invite.
0: Yeah, man, absolutely. We'll definitely have you back and hopefully uh, get you up here in person too.
1: Yeah, I look forward to that.
0: Cool, man. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in and uh, joining in with us today. And... Uh, As always, uh, go ahead and check the show notes. Um, I'm going to link up the Hope Rising ministry stuff down there. uh, So don't miss that. And uh, if you are actually checking us out on the YouTubes, um, we've got some videos over here that YouTube thinks you like, and I'll throw one in there too. And uh, go ahead and click down below and subscribe and uh, leave us some feedback. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll catch you on the next video. Take care.